Well, I just can't. I can't. Well, well, hello, well, folks, and welcome. Well, well, hello, folks. Well, and welcome to We the Peeps. This is the American Soccer Podcast, in which you're going to get to know everything that you need to know, I guess, about the USMNT. I'm Clayton, and I'm an artist. I'm Ty. I'm an entrepreneur. And uh, we do love the Nats. That is true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're frequently tested. If you couldn't Frequently tell. tested. But we, are, we do love the Nats. It's We the Peeps. It's We the Peeps. Welcome to We the Peeps. Are you ready for We the Peeps? Holy moly, it's We the Peeps. Folks, the game was USA versus Ka'anada, Canada, Canada, Pulisic versus Alfonso Davies. And um, it was ultimately somewhat disappointing, I have to say, at the outset. My spoiler alert for today is this game would end 1-1 and leave a bitter, bitter flavor I think okay. on all of our palettes a Spoiled little bit poutine. Here. Yeah, if if Canadian fans are also disappointed out there, you 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 have every right to be. You're somewhat less of a right. You have less of a right to be disappointed than we do, I think. But but look, I think uh, pretty much everybody left this game feeling a little bit like eh, uh, I guess. <laughs> and we're going to get into all that. But first, of course, housekeeping. We got to do housekeeping because you got to keep that house. We must protect this house like Tyler Adams all day. Uh, and our way TA of doing that day. is way less cool than what Tyler Adams does. What we do is remind you to hit us with a five-star review <laughs> on your podcatcher. <laughs> Tyler Adams flattens Alfonso Davies. We remind you to hit us with a five-star review uh, and we'll read it on the show. We also remind you... That you can find us on Twitter at WTP Pod. If you'd like to hang out with us in between games, in between camps, we're always on there. Make sure you also go to if you really want to support us, help us out. This 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 show is not free to produce. Um, we are currently making sacrifices <laughs> in order to do this uh, with you guys. So please hit us up on Patreon at WTP Pod, uh, Patreon.com forward slash WTP Pod. Five bucks makes you a ratified peep. You can ratify your peep status. We've, we've had a few people uh, do that recently. We've had a number of you who've been doing that for some months now. Um, and as always, we need Unbelievable. to... Unbelievable. So we, touching. We, it's, it's, it's moving, um, and, and it, it means the world to us. It's so important to us. Uh, this team means so much to us, and, and you guys are making it possible for us to just geek out um, as, as much as, as our hearts, to our hearts content, which is ultimately leaves us... Um, you know, disappointed sometimes, but it's all right. And we're so grateful to you guys for going uh, to you guys and, and people for, for going through this with us and becoming ratified peeps. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Last thing. Uh, we are also on YouTube. If you search us up, uh, just hit that search box, YouTube WTP pod. Uh, you'll find us on there. Hit subscribe, hit that notification. We stream live during these games and we stream the pod recordings as well. Uh, so if you'd like to hit us with some fact checks as we're recording this pod, you can, you can, <laughs> do that you can catch us on our mistakes very helpful uh hit us up in the comments super helpful if you'd like to see my epic backgrounds with teenage alfonso davies and teenage christian pulisic uh images uh you can you can see those on the youtube streams guys and 
of house or keeping. Sweep there sound. Is, sweep sound. There is only one way to get into all this, and it's to hit them with a starting lineup. Starting lineup, guys, the second, the second game in World Cup qualifying. The World Cup has begun. It's already begun. It began before you even knew it. Let's go to game two with two hands. Maddie, two hands, turn her in the net. Both gloves for you. Both gloves. We're going to have the Robinson family band. It's going to go Anthony Robinson, John Anthony Brooks. We didn't talk about double Antonys either. Uh, and You're uh, right. Double Antonys. It's Anthony Robinson, John Anthony, Brooks, Miles, Robinson, and then Dest. <laughs> uh, Dest having nothing to do with anything out there on an island. Destino. Okay. In the midfield, the much debated... Uh, box midfield. It took us a while to figure out what, what the formation was here, but we think it was Tyler Adams at the 6, and then Acosta and Sebastian Legette at the 8-10s. Uh, and up front, front three of Christian Pulisic. Welcome back. It feels like ages ago that I was, that I was optimistic about this game uh, upon hearing that in the starting lineup was our savior, the porcelain prince Christian Pulisic. Accompanied by Pafak is going on in here, Jordan Siebetia. And Aaron Siebetia. God bless you. And Aaron Swanson. Aaron Swanson is your boy. Paxton. Nope. Brendan Aronson. Okay, guys. First off, before this game even began, there were a couple WTP highlights. There was the iPad man for a good cause of some kind that I didn't totally understand, the robot with the iPad face. Uh, and there was Willie Jones who gave, who gave the most relaxed American anthem, the national anthem I have ever heard in my life. Very this chill shit anthem. was so chill. It was, this was mumble anthem out here uh, all the, all the <laughs> it's old it's anthem heads genre. are mad about it yeah. mumble anthem he crushed it though all right tyler adams would kick this we're feeling optimistic we're going into this it's at home we're gonna we're gonna play canada we're feeling good about ourselves and about our lives tyler adams uh, gets this game going with two hard tackles that would be a major theme um in the 13th minute dest would the first dest first alfonso uh count it uh, would occur. Dest loses it to Alfonso uh, Davies, who um, who would then uh, get a little chance, and Turner gets his first save. Is this a Turnerverse save? We're not sure. They would never show us a definitive angle of whether or not this was a shot on goal. But I'm going to go with Turnerverse save. The Davies cut back. Where Davies we, cut there back. There was like one perfect angle where you could kind of tell, and then they just kept giving every other angle. <laughs> yeah. So I, mean, I don't know some sort of metaphysical issue blockage something was going yeah. on there or perhaps some some turner propaganda there yeah uh, but turnerverse either way 19th minute we got a long wtp highlight of geo reyna in the zigzag warm-up zipping his pockets up and down and up and down and up and also down and 20th down minute again. anthony robinson would get a shot from 20 yards out uh came out of a press no goal here what, what to even say about the rest of this half? I mean, there were a bunch of chances. The U.S. had a lot of possession and a lot of chances. In the 26-minute, Dest would take it back on Davies. It would be tied up because Dest would shut him down and give this one to Aronson. Aronson would get a cross. That would almost become an own goal. Almost, almost. 
but yet nothing. Still 0-0. Lots to watch, not much results. 27th minute, Miles Robinson this time shutting down Davies. Uh, there was a lot of team, it was a team effort to shut down Davies in this one. Uh, Polisic puts on his dancing shoes. There was some Neymaring out there from Polisic. Uh, this was, uh, this end of the first half was the most Polisic-y uh, 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 part of this game in, in retrospect. Um, 35th minute, Pafak is going on and here, gets a chance that flashes by the post. The worst thing about this first half was seeing Dest go down for what, to my knowledge, is still a mystery, uh, but immediately calls for a sub. Yedlin came in right at the end of this half. So there was, it was not good. Um, however, you know, we go into the half 0-0 feeling like, you know what, U.S. is looking pretty good. Our worst fear was that we'd go this whole game without scoring a goal. Um, come back in to the second half. Miles Robinson and Adams would both absolutely flatten Alfonso Davies. So that's just to complete the point that this was uh, this was shut down of Davies by committee night. And then we'd get our goal. This was a gorgeous play. Before we get to how, how this game ends on a bitter note, let's just do, do our due diligence here to, to chef's kiss this beautiful... Mamma mia. <laughs> beautiful... Paxton Aronson, wait, no, 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 no. Brendan Aronson, a mamma mia, a mamma mia. Brendan Aronson presses off of the throw-in, wins it, slots it over to uh, Pifak, who does a back heel to Christian Pulisic, who gets fouled, but still manages to lay it off to Tyler Adams, who slots it, now we're in the center of midfield, who slots it to the left to Kellen Acosta, who drops Anthony Robinson with the through ball. Robinson uses the speed, and then from that, from that, uh, what's it, the, uh, the the most dangerous zone in all of soccer by yeah, the, that's by right. the that's byline right. between yeah. the corner and the post, Anthony cutsies, Robinson backsies. on the cutsies, backsies, back to none other than who? Who is it, Ty? It's, Bre- it's Brendan Paxton. Bre- no, B-A. Brendan... It's Brendan A.A. Ron Swanson. Shaboy starts it and finishes it. Oh, my God. A beautiful goal. A pep goal. It was a pep goal from the U.S. Suddenly, we're starting to feel somewhat optimistic. However, this game fully opened up. Uh, Real quick, before we get to to Canada coming back into this game, um, Tyler Adams goes absolutely ham on one play just showing that he can absolutely be a world-class player flattening davies launching a gorgeous pass sequence through brendan aronson once again note that i'm naming brendan aronson a lot more than one christian Polisic. i have to say indeed um however this beautiful gorgeous highlight real play from tyler adams is is pulled back by the ref rightfully so it turns out because Tyler Adams had laid a shoulder in on one of the Canadian players out of excitement. He got to fill in himself. He took it too far. Okay. So what happened here? Ty, at the 75th minute, is losing his mind because Greg has still not put in any subs. Tejan Buchanan is in. Uh, he might go all the way. Ooh, I don't even have a note on the Canada. I skipped the Canada goal. I skipped the Canada goal because I was Blocked so upset. Out. I, bl- I blacked it out. I couldn't write it down. Ty, what, what happened uh, for the Canada goal? So um, so Yedlin kind of got beat, and it ah, led to, right. to, to Davies streaking down the left, finally finding his moment to do Davies things. Swings a ball into the box. I forget who scored, to be honest. I left the room. 
As soon as the was, as soon as the ball was was screaming through the the U.S. box, uh, I left the room. Was it the Laren? It was the Larenator. So, so it was uh, it was an eerily similar spot to the one that the U.S. scored, but it was just it was not as good in the buildup. Not nearly as good in the buildup. It was a one-on-one victory, but hey, a goal is a goal. 82nd minute, we finally saw a, a little bit of a sort of a line sub, like a corner sub, a region sub. We got to see Josh Sargent, Conrad, and Christian Roldan come on in here. Line not change. sure what else to say. Yeah. It's not quite a line change because yeah. it was like a there was a yeah, center like of a, attack, mid, but it right. was a, a region. It was a, it was a risk region was invested in heavily. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and then uh, I don't I don't have much to say about how this game you know finished out. There were a lot of U.S. chances. It, Pulisic hit the post. Um, I don't know, man. It just wouldn't come together for us. And then this game would end. Final whistle. The crowd is booing. We think at the U.S. performance at the draw here. Ty, what were your first impressions at this one-one U.S. two points dropped second World Cup qualifier? So two points is clearly not good enough from these first two games, but it's not not good enough to qualify. We haven't been put in a position where our odds of qualifying have dropped super significantly. They've definitely dropped a little bit, but not not super significantly. The larger concern is that coming out of the summer, we had a vision of this team coming into itself really developing at the right time, becoming what we thought was the best team in CONCACAF. And on the basis of the first two results, that was a little too soon. So not the, there yet. the reason to panic is not necessarily that the team is in jeopardy being in, I think, fourth place after the first two games. It's that the team might not be as good as we thought. And that's a very tough thing to accept with all of the buildup and hype that went into it. However, if the U.S. is to make it into this World Cup, it's 18 months away. There's a lot of time for this team to progress. I personally believe that as qualifying continues, you will see this group mature into the experience, build off of the failures and the disappointments that they have early. And I think in some ways now is the best time to have those experiences because I I do think that this team will learn and react and grow and ultimately qualify comfortably. 18 months is a long time when you're 18 years old. Uh, as Giovanni Reina literally is. Have you guys, do you guys remember that Brendan Aronson is 20 yeah, it's the, the veteran zero. Brendan Aronson. Brendan Aronson cannot buy alcohol or cigarettes in many states. Or weed. Or weed. What the... What the fuck? <laughs> Most of the team can't rent a car. Jesus. And this is a perfect segue into one of the reasons why we were a little short-staffed tonight. The U.S. team had a, a couple injuries including Dest going down during the game, which left, you know, to be fair, left the U.S. missing a lot of important pieces that it normally would have. So there is definitely that playing into things. One of those was a self-inflicted wound, which is Weston McKenney being dropped from the team because of a breach of team protocol that is unspecified. To 
speculate. We think it's not a fight. We don't think there's some beef going on because then more than one player would get suspended. We think Weston just did something stupid. He just did something, something I, foolish. I, like I he, threw a he, guess out there of hiring a stripper, perhaps, he, he for the team. He may have been out late at night getting hot chicken in Nashville. Who knows? And or something else. With all of the... But he is old enough to buy cigarettes and alcohol, He's old enough to buy cigarettes and alcohol. <laughs> so, th- those are part of the things that go with having a young team. And hopefully the... These experiences will be enough, bring enough pain and enough of a sting that they will set in. And that by the time this team is ready to, to go into those, you know, final crunch moments of qualifying, they've, they've gotten this out of their system. To a lesser extent, we saw that with this Adams play that you mentioned. Oh where, my God. I was just going to make that comparison. Weston yeah. McKenney's, you know, uh, youthful mistake is, is hiring a stripper or whatever the fuck he did. Uh, <laughs> Tyler Adams is, is on the field, like, you know, doing ruining a world class play and then ruining play. his own excellent yeah. play. And Polisics is going, going dark, going, going dark, going Playing nowhere. second fiddle uh, to Brendan Aronson. Yeah, man. For, for 45, 50 minutes of this game, just no Polisic. What is it? How can it be? How can it be? There's no, there's a beautiful field, great ball. The referee's being nice. This is all the, this is all the things that the porcelain yeah. prince needs. And yet no Pulisic, 50 minutes of this game. And it's nothing. a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing for Chelsea and it's a thing for the U.S. He has, he has games where he's totally on and he has games where he just goes anonymous. I can't explain it. Can you, can you say from the perspective of a player, how does that happen? I honestly, I, I don't, ha- I, I don't have an answer for you. What I can say from having, you know, played um, for decent amounts of hours in my life is there that bad form is a thing. So you, you know, you can have games where you just didn't sleep right or whatever, and you just play like ass. But getting involved in the play is not. Uh, a a form thing it's a it's a hustle thing it's right like a, it's a choice and he had moments or, or patches within this game where he was super active super involved so i just i don't get it i don't get why it vacillates so much with him and it's him yeah. in particular you know yeah so with with sergeant we've found that it's almost the norm like usually sergeant is lightly involved and then every now and then he has some some insane game where he he uh he finds a way to stay connected to the play throughout but with, with Pulisic, it's even more frustrating because he shows so many flashes of being able to influence games and really take things over. But he just he just has these these periods where it falls apart and it really hurts the team. I think it's clear that uh, from from watching today that that Adams was the real captain of this team tonight. You know, Pulisic Completely. had the armband, but Good Adams back, was the right? guy. I think if we're going to talk some... Some so so are there any other immaturities uh, to point out here? We're we're running through our our museum of uh, of immaturities. Um, let's see. Let's yeah. I don't see. know. There weren't there weren't many um, like overt gaffes. Not That's too many overt gaffes. It was sad to see Des go down when he did because he had just found the game, you know. Um, but I wonder if there is a, a a maturity thing there sometimes with injuries. Um, it takes players a while to learn not to overextend themselves in moments that they care about a lot. 
so Yedlin comes to mind. You know, he would he would get injured as soon as as soon as it was a game that was important to him. Um, and it seems like Dust has gone through something similar. But so, all right, we've reached the end of our of our list of immaturities, perhaps. Um, and there there's a lot to be sour about. Just because it feels like this was a winnable game, and we're now totally. two games in with two points, what is the fucking deal? This is not the team that we thought we were signing up for. This is not the experience of Olympic qualifiers. I thought I was signing up for. And to add to the bitter taste, if I may, the lack of awareness that this is even happening is really upsetting. So, just on the field, Deeply there's a upsetting. lot to be upset about. Off the field, no one gives a fuck or has any idea that this is happening. And I wish I could say that they're mistaken. I wish I could go downstairs to the actual party that's happening at my house right now <laughs> and say, guys, you are missing out on this epic soccer team. But they're not. They made the right choice to fucking not pay attention to this tonight because it wasn't super interesting and we didn't do that well. Um, Ty, you've mentioned that as one of your fears for this team, that qualifiers would kind of come and go without it, without it, you know, ticking the radar or whatever phrase you want to use. Um, how are you feeling at this point? Not, can't be good. No, I don't feel good. I think it's, it's natural. There's ebbs and flows. There's good performances and bad performances, even, even for great teams. So I'm not, uh, I'm certainly not giving up on the idea that this is a great team. You know, and and we we were saying, does this look like a World Cup quarterfinalist? And tonight, of course, no. But when this team has performed at its best, it's been a higher peak, a much higher peak than we've ever seen from the U.S. national team. And there was the, the, this stretch. It was you know all friendlies uh, recently in the in the spring, and so it's kind of irrelevant. But even comparing those friendlies to all the friendlies that we've seen before, it was like the U.S. scored like. 20 goals in three games or some shit. It was yeah, absurd, yeah. like, un, you know, unprecedented levels of performance, particularly offensive performance, particularly creative performance. And that's what we're we're looking for here. So the, the trophies that the, the team got over the summer were very heartening because it demonstrated that this generation was not about to happen, that this generation is happening and that they are able to already uh, do extremely well in, in CONCACAF competition. And so, you know, I accept that there's going to be some some patches where where things don't look so good, and um, you know, so I'm 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 certainly not pushing any panic buttons. I think this is all a part of the process, and I think the team will learn from this. Uh, I think Greg's weird Z's are really testing me because because you know, last episode I said I'm okay with it. I don't get it a lot of the time, but I'm okay with it because I have faith that it's going to work, and this. This kind of thing really tests my faith, but I I still remain uh, remain remain confident that that the team will qualify with room to spare, and that Greg, despite his weird Z's, has a lot of qualities that he is where he's drawing more out of the team than they otherwise would would produce. So I I'm I'm okay with it. I'm sanguine. I'm calm. <laughs> you know, if the team goes and loses to Honduras. My finger will edge closer to the panic button. You know, I won't <laughs> quite be there. But you know, it's. It, I think it's all right. I think it's all right. It's a part of the process, and uh, and there's there's much much better to come from this team. And I, I don't think you know. I think where where it's ultimately going to matter is 
if the U.S. were to make that World Cup, do we have performances like this in that World Cup? You know, yes. and and so that's when the spotlight's really going to be on. That's when the the team will finally have the chance to impress the public and get them to watch whatever next you know big competitions we have, and uh, and that's where the rubber is really going to meet the road. And I think the team will be ready for that challenge. This generation is just too good not to succeed at that stage. Eighteen months. Eighteen months is a long time. GGG, the Greg Berhalter experience now at Universal Studios, <laughs> just barely enough. A little too late, uh, which is, I think, how we can agree how we felt about these subs: uh, Christian Roldan, Conrad, and Josh. Sargent. Am I missing something with In this? The 82nd I mean, can you tell me I'm missing something? Is this some, You're not some missing something? Is this managerial some move thing? that I'm, no, I, I don't understand. It should have happened in the in the seventieth. But hey, look, it is what it is. There are silver linings here. One of them is that if no one's going to pay attention to the USMNT, at least, uh, let's see. No, if the USMNT is going to be underwhelming, at least no one's paying attention. That's yeah. great so, point. There we go. Great point. There's a, yeah. there's a, there's a silver lining there. Um, let's do a few other silver linings. I think it's really important to appreciate how incredible this goal was. The totally. goal that we did totally. score. Yes. There were so many free kick goals. I love that we won tournaments over the summer, but there were so many free kick goals. Um, we were dependent on them. And my hope for this game was a goal from the run of play. And gosh darn it, we got it. You got it. And it wasn't Golazo. just any it was a goal. It was everything I want from that goal was everything I love about soccer. Just this for just the press. 30 seconds. It was the pressing, it was the team play, it was rugged at times, it was tough from Polisic in this moment, it was it was urgent from Anthony Robinson on the left side, sprinting his tight, tight buns off to try to get to this on the end line. Great it ass. was by the time <laughs> fantastic <laughs> ass on that man. And by the time the ball gets to Brendan oh, Aronson. Sorry. Paxton? No, that. Brendan Aronson. By the time Anne the ball Aronson. gets to one of them. By the time yeah. gets to Brendan Aronson, it is a tap-in. It is a FIFA tap-in. Um, it was unmissable. Um, and I really think that that is you know, worth celebrating. And I think it's indicative of what you're talking about here, Ty, which is that although this team is having a straight-up stutter start, uh, in these Olympic qualifiers, it has World the Cup, feeling. World Cup qualifiers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the stutteriest start ever for the for these Olympic qualifiers. Although this team is is stuttering oh to the start uh, for World Cup qualifiers, it has this team has the feeling of of one that once it hits its gear, will not go back. Um, that there that there is a level that this team can achieve that is higher than anything we've seen uh, to date. And this goal is just a little glimpse of, of what this team could well, be. Well, and, and inconsistency comes with youth. That's 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 part of what you gain as you get older as a professional athlete, is the ability to maintain a consistent level. And so you see this a lot with Dortmund. Dortmund is, is a great comp for this U.S. national team because they will play scintillating perfect soccer and they, they'll they'll come away with those those victories that you expect like they'll just demolish mites at home yeah. five nothing and then the next week they'll come out they'll go to they'll go to some random ass team and they'll and they'll struggle you know and they'll they'll come up with these weird draws away or these these random losses where they they 
they just don't look like themselves. And that just comes with the territory when you're, you're figuring things out and you're, you're learning, you know, how to be a professional, how to react to different situations. So, you know, to me, it's, it's, it's okay. And the, the thing, I'm glad you brought up the nature of the goal because when it was nil, nil, if it had gone to full time at nil, nil, I would be substantially more concerned. Yeah. With this offense to not get a goal in 180 minutes of World Cup qualifying would have been really, really distressing. But the fact that we got a goal and the fact that it was such a great goal, I feel like it portends well to what this team's going to be able to put together in the future. And we were even missing talent. We were, we're you know, let alone uh, Gio, who's missing. We're also missing Tim Weah from this camp. Yeah, man. Um, so there's there's lots of weapons that are in the player pool that we're not even getting to see be a part of this. So yeah. I think the, the future Aronson, is still very, very I mean, bright. Brendan Aronson looks fantastic. Might fantastic. be time for Paxton. This guy, I know, call him up. This guy, Brendan Aronson, is a shining light right now. He is not the most talented on the squad, but his his mentality and his his grit and his willingness to, to hustle is is yielding dividends. He's like a polyareola nips that doesn't miss sitters. Totally, it's incredible. Totally, I love totally. this guy. I'm I'm loving this kid. I love this okay. kid too. I mean, I, you say he's not the most talented, but is he really that untalented? Less talented than <laughs> he's anyone? I mean, he, he might be. He's the he's the second most talented winger. He's the second most talented Aronson. <laughs> he could be, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> no, 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 no. It depends He's, what um, you call Geo, I, I guess. Just, I Geo just think, is a, yeah, is a transcendent I think when you, talent, yeah, when you look at but. Geo, Polisic, Tim Weah, these these guys are, that's like, I think Brandon Aronson is, is better than Tim Weah today. I, I disagree I, that, I, you know, I, I, he's a coach's pick. I think Tim Weah is more talented than Brandon Aronson today. And that's different than... Do you play him? But maybe Serginho Dest is a better example. Clearly more talent than Brendan Aronson. Anyways, the point is, this kid is great. And it's a serious silver lining. Ty, we are approaching another game. So let's, we are let's shake this one off. Let's move forward. As Pulisic said in his post-game interview, all, that's all we can do is just move forward. He seemed upset as hell, and I love that. Um, we are going to play a team uh, called Honduras. They are called that because it is the name of their nation. La uh, we are going to go away for this game. My first question for you about this, the third and final game of these Olympic qualifiers, just kidding, uh, was not the first time, I'm tired, sleepy, of these World Cup qualifiers is, is there anything we can do about this roster situation? We've racked up a lot of injuries. I thought the whole deal was that at the beginning we had more than we needed so that we could switch some people out potentially. Is that a real thing? Is there any way, any chance that Matthew Hoppy can get on this bus and go with us to Honduras? So I believe that the 23 for each match is independent. So I don't think there's any reason why the U.S. can't get anybody else and call them in for the Honduras game. So for this game, for instance, Freddie Adu. Um, we could get Freddie Adu. Uh, Sean Johnson came in to be the the replacement for Stefan. So Sean Johnson came in and was available for this game. So what that means is that let's say Gio has a longer term injury. They have to send him back. 
Uh, maybe Weston has to go back. I don't know. I don't know how bad this breach of team protocol is. Like, is this just a slap on the wrist or is this some serious shit? Um, it, you know, already missing Tim Weah, uh, and, and he, he was never really replaced. I mean, we are getting a little thin, uh, up top, uh, and, and in the midfield. So I could absolutely see some players being called in. And I, I think that would be a, a, a pretty good idea to be honest. I, 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 I sure hope that they're they're investigating every possible option. Get a little CJ Sapong action in here. It's sure. It's come tough on in, to, CJ be, Sapong. He's come on in. a hell of a year. Get him in. It'd here. be tough. It would be tough to come all the way from wherever Matthew Hoppy's at right now. It's I mean, it's not away. that tough. I don't know. Could, could, I, I bet. I bet you. I bet you. Matthew Hoppy is in the air on the way to Nashville right now. Yeah, Matthew Hoppy's like I just happened to be in Honduras <laughs> at that time. That's so funny, guys. I'm I'm gonna be there if you're trying to hang. Like I will. I, be I was there. gonna be at the Hilton. Where are you gonna be, Matthew? Hop- you're gonna Matthew be at the Hoppy's- Hilton also. Oh my god, that's so crazy. <laughs> Matthew Hoppy's like, oh, you're going to Govball too? I have tickets to Govball. I will see you there. Uh, oh my god. We hope. We, we hope. hope. I hope sure I hope Hoppy just bought his tickets anyways. Just that's the type is of there, shit. Hoppy is there would anybody do. else you would want to bring in as like a spark? He's kind of the only one. Someone uh, uh, we had we had a, a comment in the chat today missing um uh, Busio and Vines, who are both good, good shouts. Both uh, I don't, I'm, I'm starting on, new European journeys. Tanner yeah, Tessman. No, I, is, I, is I don't think there. either of them would make the difference. Tanner Tessman would make a bigger difference um, than Busio and Vines. Uh, you know, it's tough, man. It's tough. You want like a, you want like a, someone with some bite. Is there a number nine out there in the universe? Is there anyone we can try? How's DK's injury right, right now? Yeah, so DK and Zardes are the nines who are missing. And it, it, it is so odd to say, but I think Jesse Zardes would have upgraded the team today. I agree. I agree. Oh this is the God. world we, we, the world the we world live in. We is, live in. Ro- the what Christian Roldan to, sub to came too late. The Christian Roldan sub came too late, and Giassi Zardes would have made our team better. That <laughs> if we could, if we could just take that clip and show it to us two years ago, us, we'd yeah. throw up in our mouths. But it's true. It's true. It is true. Jesus. All right. What should we know about Honduras? Okay. Well. So Honduras, I would say, is the prototypical Central American team that gets underrated and is actually a lot better than they seem on paper. They're always quite organized, quite uh, clever. They do all the the dark arts stuff very well, and they have they have just enough talent to find those moments, those, those big moments. Uh, to to beat a team like the U.S., so we 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 very rarely put up like a big number on Honduras. I think it, it's happened a couple times in these you know these home games, um, but Honduras is usually usually sits back pretty well, keep the game really tight, and they'll they'll try to win on the break uh, or with set piece moments and and things like that. Um, we recently had a, a a famous run in with the Honduran program. When we got knocked out of the Olympics by the Honduran team uh, back in back in March, and oh, you mean you mean the World Cup qualifiers? Yeah, yeah, 
Thank God not. <laughs> Thank God not. Uh, and, and those of you who are with us will remember our, our angst about this. Um, and it's actually been several tournaments in a row that we've gotten knocked out by Honduras. So this is a program that is very, very serious. They're a team that I, I look to be in the picture for qualification every single cycle, despite you know the, the resumes of their players. They just have a really solid program. And they're bringing in, the, I see a couple of the names from that uh, U23 group kind of matric- matriculating into the uh, senior group and joining a, uh, a core that's been, it's been turning over a lot. So I, I don't think they're in their strongest period. They've had some kind of like stalwart players who have, have moved on. And so they're kind of redefining what the team is going to look like. But I expect a very, very tough match. It's one I would never expect the U.S. to w- you know, win handily. Uh, and this is very different from El Salvador, by the way. This is another thing that pisses me off about this whole <laughs> construct about the yeah, away yeah. games in, in CONCACAF being really tough. Right. As people go, well, you know, El Salvador, Honduras, same, same. And it's like, no, you realize El Salvador is like half the team that Honduras is. I mean people yeah. people don't people i think it's just a i don't know maybe a little bit of a, a xenophobic or a, you know um elitist way of just lumping all the central american countries together all the caribbean countries together and saying they're all the same so anyway honduras a big test uh, i i would hope for a us victory but i think it's been a long long time since we've won down there uh, i think the last time Gosh, I think it might have been that last qualifier where where Zusi scored the goal that got Mexico into the World Cup. I forget if that was uh, Panama or Honduras. Um, <laughs> Zusi would. It's been a while. It's been a while. So I I think a draw in Honduras is actually not a bad result. That's one. Uh, you know, I, I sure hope that the U.S. is able to win, but I wouldn't expect it to be a big win. Um, and I think you know losing is a real possibility. So so. I am just hoping for a very solid and very mature performance from the U.S. to uh, to to um, try to shut them down, try to impose ourselves on the game as much as possible in a difficult environment. Well, well, well. I love your point about the difference between Honduras and El Salvador. Very important. Um, here's what I'll say: if we can defeat Honduras away, all of a sudden this window looks really different. So there is oh, a yeah, lot. Absolutely. Th- that would, that would lot paper over for. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And not just paper over, but that would because paper over is kind of has a certain connotation. That would show a real substantial growth totally. over the course of three totally. games, and it would be an actual achievement yes. for this team. Something that the previous generations of the US men's national team were found difficult and failed to do often. Yeah. Um, so, and, and all of a sudden, you know, five points is way different than two points, uh, uh, or, or three points from this, from this window. Ty, if we walk out of here with three points total, um, is the window a success or a failure? It's a failure. Window's already a failure. So I think that that ship has sailed. The window is already a fail. So if Correct. we defeat Honduras away, is the wind, is this window a success or a failure? Failure. Wow, I would relative, I give it relative to failure. I'm, I'm I know, not, I'm, I know. I'm pu- yeah. I'm forcing you into two. Yeah, you're, you're putting you know, me into some boxes I'm here. Pu- yeah, you're yeah, I get that. Boxes. I it's, get it's, that. It's it's a yeah. I I would say I I would have expected six points minimum from this window. 
So to, to, to end up with five would still be a disappointment. Three, bigger disappointment, still not the end of the world. It's a long qualifying campaign, lots of time and opportunity to, to make up that gap. But uh, yeah, it's it's definitely these these first two results have not been good enough. All right. Well, for me, if we defeat Honduras away with this same group, uh, injury, you know, spackled, smattered, bunch of injuries, uh, and having just came out of these experiences, if we can show a quick turnaround and a quick learning curve for going, quote unquote, away in CONCACAF, um, I would consider this window a marginal success. Um, there's a lot of hope in that. And I, and I like, I'm a hopeful dude. Listen, any, any last words here before we, we leave the people for to... If, if to, we have a three-goal victory in Honduras, yes, the window is a success. All right. Yes. There is a way in which way. in these 90 minutes yeah. we can have a su- successful window. Okay, that's all I wanted to hear. That's all I was asking for. Come on. Come on. Happy hat Come trick. On. <laughs> Happiness is the truth. He's already in Honduras. He's just, he's, I, he, oh my God. This I, I can't is so believe crazy. it. That's it's crazy. Like this, this joke can Matthew, needs to be played be by here. <laughs> yeah. This is a, this is a Zach Galifianakis joke. Um, waiting to happen okay guys i love i love tea tea of all kinds I'll tell you a few teas i love i i i just tried this for the first time it's called kava stress relief ty tells me that kava is a drug of some kind it's a real ass I'm, drug i'm on it yep and i like it uh i like ginger tea a lot i think i've done the teas before i'm realizing now as i do this <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and I especially love rooibos, but I don't love any of that shit. Rooibos. <laughs> rooibos. Let's fucking go. I don't love any of that shit as much as I absolutely love the gnats. Let's go. Goodbye, people. It's We The Peeps. It's We The Peeps. Welcome to We The Peeps. Are you ready for We The Peeps? Holy moly, it's We The Peeps.